0: Hey humans, what's it good word? Chris Fundy here for another edition of Wrestling All-Star, the weekly wrestling wrap. We are rapidly approaching episode number 200, but along wow. with me is is Alex. How you
1: doing, mate? Great! Ah, oh, shit! Almost 200 episodes of the wrap! Crazy! Yeah, I believe this is episode 197. <laughs> Jeez! Yeah, that's that's mad. That's mad.
0: Yeah, yeah, hard
1: to hard to think.
0: Join this nearly three and a half, four years, something like that.
1: Yeah, man, craziness. Yeah,
0: but I suppose. Uh, how are you? How are things?
1: Things are great, man. Um, so guilty pleasure alert here. I've fallen in love with YouTube boxing. <laughs>
0: YouTube boxing?
1: Like, the new trend of YouTubers like fighting each other in boxing matches? <laughs> yeah. Basically, the thing that made Logan Paul... The thing that got Logan Paul signed with the WWE, over the weekend, I watched... like There's a YouTuber I like called KSI, and he had a fight with two people on... Uh, it was four o'clock Sunday morning. I got up and watched it. It was, it was as pure wrestling, uh, more wrestling than wrestling is these days. It's great.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not really a
0: fan of the, uh, the old celebrity boxing, but
1: it is. Oh,
0: very it's, it's just a
1: shit show. It's just a shit show, and I love it. Oh, I'm obsessed with it now.
0: So, uh, Should we move into some of the news from the past week? Because it has been a pretty noteworthy week. Dude, yeah, so much to talk about. Let's get into it. So, speaking locally, uh, the news broke on Saturday, I believe it was, that Melbourne City Wrestling tweeted out, and I quote, breaking, the Adam Brooksy has just informed us that he decided that he will no longer be performing for MCW moving forward. We wish him the best for his future. So, uh, Adam Brooks leaving Melbourne City Wrestling.
1: Um, I don't know about you, man, but I feel like Melbourne City Wrestling's on the ropes right now. Um, it's just lost so much buzz, and... Now with Brooksy leaving, like that's that was their big guy. That was their their draw. Something's going on there.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not wrong as um its certainly and we touched on this the other week when we were talking about the um the PWA tour coming up, that it just feels like everything that MCW was building towards pre-pandemic and then the change in ownership, and it just feels like this company (laughs) has just lost what made it special somehow.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, MCW has lost its magic. Um, It's a shame, but, you know, it, it happens. It happens. They were... Going so hot for so long and now it's gone. But oh man, uh, excited to see what happens next for Brooksy though.
0: Yeah, yeah, excited to, to see sort of where he goes to from here. But, um, it is interesting, um, seeing if he will pop up anywhere shortly. He's not uh, advertised anywhere that I could see, but, um, it's sort of one of those and you think MCW especially of um recent years, you think those homegrown sort of guys, you think Brooksy, you think Slex, you think Kellyanne, you think Avery. Yeah. And you've only got Slex left there. Yeah. It's just and it's not as if with the other three have gone internationally, you have Brooksy who's just left this past week, you have Kallian who's left wrestling on her own terms sadly and uh, you have Avery who's gone over to Renegades Wrestling which has a lot of the former MCW ownership and backstage group pre-pandemic working there including uh, somebody who was can't miss pre-pandemic Lucky Hendrix now over there Yeah. oh boy Um. yeah so us being the the Aussie wrestling show we did want to touch on that off the uh, off the top speaking of uh breaking news uh, new japan has announced the iwgp women's championship the initial uh, inaugural champion will be crowned at the uh, stardom x new japan event
1: interesting
0: so this uh this will be like a women's championship, mainly defended on New Japan, when it tours internationally as well as in Japan. But it's also jointly controlled by uh, the stardom booking team from what I've learned.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, Go on. I, I have no idea what... I have no idea about the Joshi talent in stardom. So... I can't really make any predictions or, like, be excited about anyone because I don't really know anyone. But do we, can we predict any Gaijin talent to be jumping into the mix for this tournament?
0: So they have a um, a sort of initial brackets here laid out, and so far they have um, the international side sees Alpha Female versus Ava White in the opening round.
1: Right,
0: okay. I believe that's the uh, former Jazzy Gabbett, yes.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, she's great.
0: German lady, she was in a couple of the um, My Young Classics, I believe. Yeah, she's huge. huge. Yeah, I'm surprised she hasn't uh, done more work, but uh, we can get there later. So, uh, yes, this uh, tournament kicks off. Raw Quest 2, which is uh, the United Kingdom New Japan show, October 2nd. So uh, a bit over a month away when this tournament will uh, begin. Yeah. And then uh, we'll continue through stardom events, going through uh, Goddess of Stardom, uh, nights, and then the champion crowned at the uh, historic X-Over event, as it is uh, called here. Yeah. I suppose the uh, the last thing to touch on quickly is uh, news-wise is what the hell is going on with this women's tag team tournament <laughs> because the final is happening uh, today on Raw. So we saw the semi semi-final match last week of EOSky Sky and Dakota Kai beating Alexa Bliss and Asuka <laughs> on Raw to advance, and then uh, SmackDown saw Raquel Rodriguez and Aleya defeat second chance uh, winners Natalia and Sonia Deville I mean this has got to be a foregone conclusion of a final doesn't it
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: um... it's like it's sort of like uh, what they've done with the, uh, the AEW tournament we've put everyone exciting on our main show and sort of everyone else on our B show so instead of having a blockbuster final we've got that in the semi-final on tv
1: yep um yeah it's uh it's no big surprise about who's gonna be winning this i i was shocked that yeah the finals are happening on raw i thought the pay-per-view kind of needs another big match on it but who am i to judge um
0: yeah oh boy um yeah, sort of a, a lacklustre tournament, sort of plagued a bit by injury, plagued a bit by their own inability to realise somebody can't perform in Canada, but we'll book them that one week in Canada.
1: So dumb. Yeah. Uh, man, they should have just left the these titles in the trash. Honestly.
0: <laughs> Speaking about titles in the trash, how's the NXT women's? Vacated titles going. Oh,
1: I haven't watched NXT in a few weeks, but I'm sure it's still going. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's a thing that's happening somewhere. Uh, is that on here? I think
0: it's still vacated. So I'll just have a quick look. Um, because, dude, NXT is dead. Uh, yeah. Let's-
1: Yeah, NXT, it's just a train wreck now. I saw like a clip, like, Grayson Waller's got his own talk show now. That's cool, I guess. Um, The guy can talk. He can talk. So, yeah, they're making the best use out of him. Does my head in. American fans, like, just, just don't get him. They don't get him. Like, I see tweets all the time. Like, I don't see what the big deal is with Grayson Waller. He doesn't even, like, his ring gear looks shit. His wrestling's average. His body's average. It's like, the dude's jacked. His ring gear's unique. He does that sweet, sweet sweet-ass bloody elbow where he does the the through-the-leg slam dunk. Come on.
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought if there was anywhere to get over, especially appealing to that college sort of crowd, it'd be North America.
1: Yeah, I think the problem is that he is. His gimmick in Australia was that he was an American frat boy, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> but when you go to America and you pretend to be an American frat boy when you're clearly not an American frat boy, there's a level of disconnect.
0: That's true too. Uh the NXT women's tag team champions I've just looked up are KC Square. Caden Chance and what's it? kata Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Close (laughs)
1: enough. Okay, yep. They renamed Casey Cadenzaro, Katana Chance.
0: Yeah, stupid stupid decision.
1: Ah, oh, so they their logic would have been, oh, how do you pronounce Captain Zaro? Oh, it's such a tricky name. Come on, yeah,
0: idiots. Anyhow, should we uh get to last week's raw coming to you from Bizarro World?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. This was actually an interesting raw.
0: So we saw kicking off the show in uh. In ring wise, the aforementioned Dakota Kai EO Sky defeating Alexa Bliss and Asuka. A singles match where Finn Balor with Rhea Ripley defeats Dolph Ziggler. Kevin Owens defeats Chad Gable, who had Otis ringside. Bailey defeats Aaliyah. Uh, we then saw Champa and Miz defeat AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley via DQ. And kicking off, uh, sorry, main eventing the show was. Edge defeating Damian Priest. Uh, Take it away, Alex.
1: Well, we kicked off the show with Trish Stratus. Seems to be setting something up with Bailey, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I know that Trish has said in interviews in the past that she would like to have one more long run with the company and turn heel at some point. Um,
0: I mean, if now's never, evita- if there's ever a time to do it, it'd be now when your women's division needs a bit of extra oomph on it.
1: Like a heel Trish versus a Bianca Belair would be genuinely intriguing to me.
0: As long as it's outside of Canada, it should work fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, and okay, mind, This was the first wrestling show in Canada like from a major promotion since the pandemic
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so so
0: as i did the montreal tapings last week
1: yeah so like the crowd was nuts for the montreal smackdown and the crowd was nuts for toronto um Mm -hmm. man uh, i'm excited to see what trish does on this last run uh like we all love Trish. Like we all grew up on Trish. Um, I just worry that she has Natalia syndrome, where it's like she's the best wrestler from her era, but since then the era has just like the women's division has just evolved to a point where oh she's she might have been good then, but she can't hang with today. And that's.
0: He liked Hogan when he came back in 04, what? 05, whenever the main event against um, Rock was.
1: Yeah, so that was 02. Geez. Um, yeah. Well, 05, technically, he came back and had that match with Shawn Michaels. So. I want to think of. Yeah. So, uh, oh, man. Great match. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I worry. If Trish can actually hang or not, but she did have a match a few years ago against Charlotte at SummerSlam, and it, it was all right. Um, he was
0: supposed to have that takeover match, I think it was against Oscar, but Mickey James got the call instead.
1: Yeah, yeah, because that was in Toronto as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, that match was so good, by the way. oh mickey she's probably the best out of her era no offense trish um mickey or (laughs) gail
0: Mickey or gal kim
1: yeah yeah mickey or gal kim you can probably throw awesome kong in there too but um yeah what else happened on this raw oh kevin Owens is being booked hey
0: judgment day continues
1: yeah it's it's in there um <laughs> finn bell has got new music okay cool kevin owens is being booked like nxt kevin owens now
0: did you That's notice? so, so good change back to nxt kevin owens
1: yeah yeah his and his whole gimmick is just like his no nonsense just beating the shit out of people it's his whole gimmick isn't, oh, that's Kevin Owens. He's a liar. He's complaining about Ezekiel and Elias. No, no. He's a trained killer now, which is great.
0: With Elias and Ezekiel after the uh, the stretcher job the other month.
1: Yeah. So there's probably one thing that we really need to talk about from this Raw. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gargano.
0: Johnny 205 Live.
1: My God, Um, Johnny shows up and he's on Raw now. Um, Honestly, like, a lot of people were shocked. I wasn't. I've watched a lot of his post-WWE interviews that he's been doing. And he constantly talks about, like, how he continuously stays in contact with Triple H and all that. And then as soon as Triple H took power, I'm like, Oh, Johnny will come back. Um, Yeah, my thoughts were it was
0: 50-50, him going back to WWE, mainly because Candice was still there at the time on maternity leave or him going to AEW. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Vince is still in charge. Probably do better in AEW. And then Vince got ousted, and I'm just like, oh, Chump is on the main roster, yeah if there's any a time to bring back Gargano, it's Neo, To my Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and then they had the whole segment with Austin Theory, you know, just playing playing on their history and the way and Johnny Gargano attacks Theory. Um, yeah. On this episode of Raw, you had Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, Dexter Loomis. We're just missing Indy. Come on. Call her up.
0: I like that um Austin was sort of saying to to um Gargano that like now I'm the boss. I'm the I'm the um veteran and you're the rookie here.
1: Yeah.
0: Sort of mentality. Um overall this week a thumbs up raw, but it is still a struggle to get through three hours of this show. It, yeah. It's gonna take a while for me to see three hours as a constant thumbs up most weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I'll i give it a thumbs up too. Um, Raw's been probably my highlight wrestling show for the past few weeks now, which is crazy to say, but yeah, the three hours does get to you. Uh,
0: from there, we go to AEW Dynamite, come to you from Cleveland, Ohio, kicks things off in ring that sees Jay Lethal defeating Dax Harwood. Halver opener. Uh, yeah. At the start, sort of both men send their respective um teammates to the back, and then uh, later on in the match, um, uh, Sanjay Dutt sort of out by the ringside behind the ref's back, and Lethal manages to get the upper hand. Following that, we see Colton Gunn with Austin Gunn defeat Billy Gunn, who had. Anthony Bones, Max Castor, ringside. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeats Kalen King. The AEW World Unification match between World Champion Sam Punk and Interim Champion John Moxley. This goes 3-10, Punk kick to the head, hurts the planted foot, Moxley gets up, charges at Punk. The Doctor can't get in the ring. Death Rider, Death Rider, one, two, three. Thinker to the camera. John Moxley is no longer interim, but unified world champion.
1: There's something going on, and we'll get into it when we finish this show.
0: I love, um, just quickly, just the um, backstage comments, like maybe 15, 20 minutes later, and it's Moxley there on his own going, Oh, I'm sorry, was that not supposed to happen?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, this whole thing, it's just, I have right. no idea what's going on in AEW, but something something not right is happening.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the main event of the evening was the last Dynamite first round match in the AEW trios tournament that sees... Death Triangle, Pac, Pentel Zeromero, and Ray Phoenix, who have Alex Abrahante's ringside, taking on United Empire, Carl Fletcher, and Mike Davis, collectively known as Aussie Open, and Will Ospreay. And Will Ospreay and Aussie Open win. What a match. Fuck yes. What a match. I'm probably going to put that back on as I go to edit after this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, did, did you see on uh, the AEW socials the mic exchange with Kenny and Will Ospreay after this match?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Just Kenny basically saying that Will Osprey's done, like, tried to do everything Kenny did, but no one gave a shit. <laughs> 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 Which is so true. I mean, it's, it's there's wrong. No, no, like... Will Ospreay's done everything Kenny has done, but no one cares about New Japan anymore. Um, I also saw a stat, because Meltzer gave this five stars. Yeah. I saw a stat that Will Ospreay in the past month has had more five-star matches than CM Punk, John Cena, and Kurt Angle combined.
0: In their career.
1: In their entire careers.
0: Hang on, well, I can have a look at that. We go because I
1: think Kurt Angle's had like one or none.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why well, has everyone got to pick on poor Kurt? Yeah. I mean, oh well, yeah, it makes sense because most of the last month was the G one.
1: Yeah. But like, his he gets so many five star matches, but. To the point that Kenny actually made, you know, if a five-star match happens in the woods and no one's around to see it, did it really happen? I well, we got
0: four and a quarter out of Orange Cassidy for that forbidden door match.
1: Yeah. Well, that was a great match. Um, I'm going to say, yeah. go on. I'm just going to say, like, and the thing is, like, this five-star match with from dynamite. I think like in a month's time no one's gonna be talking about it. It'll just get lost in the shuffle.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably true. Uh, what about the news of Thunder Rosa relinquishing no determining an interim champion because she can't compete at all out.
1: I saw a lot of complaints online, people like uh, comparing the way CM Punk relinquished his title to comparing the way Thunder Rosa relinquished hers. Yeah, They're like, oh, you know, CM Punk got a whole 10-minute segment in the ring. Thunder Rosa just has to do it in a 30-second segment backstage. But to be fair, that promo she did relinquishing that title fucking sucked. Like, if she did that in the ring, oh, horrible television. Mic work hasn't been on point with her lately. So, I don't have an issue with it. Yep. My issue is, like, what is the injury?
0: Uh, Apparently, she's injured her back.
1: Right, okay.
0: To a point where they want her to take time off and heal rather than um, risk injuring it further.
1: Okay, okay. Fair, fair. Uh, do you feel like they rushed Mox versus Punk because they found out about this and they didn't want to have multiple interim champions at the same time?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. I'm like... Is this why Mox vs Punk just, like, even last week on Dynamite, their in-ring promo was promoting All Out, but by the end of the show, they go, nah, next week on Dynamite. So do you think, like, between the end, between, like, Mox and Punk's in-ring promo and the end of last week's Dynamite, they found out Thunder Rosa was injured? Possibly yeah so that's my theory there uh the christian cage jungle boy feud is so good it's so underrated it's getting slept on because there's a lot happening in aew at the moment for better or worse but i'm i'm genuinely pumped for this christian cage jungle boy thing at all out i think it's going to be jungle boy's crowning moment it's going to be great um And Starks and Hobbs, like, getting to have a singles match at the pay-per-view, that's huge. I actually hope they put Hobbs over just to... Because Starks is the baby face, have him battle a bit of adversity and have him um, have to try to get some revenge in the process.
0: Yep. Uh, Thumbs up for me for Dynamite. What about yourself?
1: Yeah thumbs up but closer to a thumbs in the middle just something doesn't feel right with AEW it feels like they're on the decline already yeah. uh, uh, something feels wrong I, I don't know what it is like I, I watch the show every week and it just yeah it feels like something's going on backstage like there was rumors about Tony Khan how held a talent meeting before last week's Dynamite. No idea what happened during that meeting, but yeah, it feels like the bloom is starting to get off the rose a bit.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Did you make time for Impact Wrestling?
1: I did not. I did not. Oh.
0: I came to you from Silero, uh, Illinois. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sees <laughs> so the Impact Knockouts champions VXT, Chelsea Green, and Deanna Perrazzo defeat Jordan Grace and me. Carl and Anderson defeats Mike Bennett with Maria Canales Bennett ringside. Bahinda Jahir defeats Jason Hodge. A non title match where Josh Ale- Alexander defeats Vincent. We see Jessica with Rosemary defeat Alicia Edwards. A lot of quick matches uh, this week. And then in your main event, a six-man tag team match that sees Time Machine, uh, Alex Shelley, and Chris Saban with Kashida defeat Violent by Design, Dina, Eric Young, and Joe Dory. I suppose uh, now's the time to uh, reveal Jay Lethal's uh, surprise tag team partners for the FTR Wardlow match.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns, um, awesome. I just wish, you know, Wardlow and Jay Lethal weren't involved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I I just want to say FTR versus the Machine Guns, but perhaps this is their way of, like, giving us a little taste of it and we'll get the full thing later.
0: Impact, bound for glory, put the belts on the line. Give FTR more gold.
1: Oh, I like it. I like it.
0: Uh, Actually, um, yeah, I'm enjoying Impact. I mainly just watch it just to to keep up with everything. I'm just having a quick look. Tag Team Champs at the moment are still the good brothers, but speaking of them, as of today, they are now free agents.
1: Yeah. um, What an Impact run they had. Um, They just, you know, every month they would win the tag titles, and then every other month they would lose them.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why?
1: There was a lot of buzz about them signing (laughs) with Impact, and they, and that quickly faded away after a couple of months.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I, I think they're gonna head over to just New Japan full time from here on. Yeah.
1: Which is good for them because they are over as fuck in New Japan.
0: As Carl Anderson always says, my hot Japanese wife.
1: Yep. Damn uh, right.
0: Ah, well, they got the money. They can do what they want. Um, yeah, Impact. Thumbs up show. Pretty fun. I'm excited to see what machine guns... <laughs> machine guns and lethal against FTR and borderline. Such an old pairing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm all about it, though. Speaking oh,
0: man, of Motor City. Do you want to talk Friday Night SmackDown coming to you from Detroit,
1: Little Caesar's Arena? One of those what great, <laughs> one of those great sponsored arena names.
0: Right up there with the Madison Square Taven.
1: Uh, right up there with the Dunkin' Donuts Center. I forgot where that's at, but yeah.
0: Uh, good. Okay, so we kick things off with Ricochet defeating Happy Corbin. Uh, as we previously mentioned, the Second Chance Women's Tag Team Tournament match that saw Natalia and Sonya Deville defeat Dana Brooke and Tamina, as well as DoDrop and Nikki A. Sage and Tank Girl Shotzi and Zai Lee, so defeating four other teams there. They then went straight into their semi-final match where they were defeated by Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez. And your main event of the night saw Drew McIntyre defeat Sami Zayn in ten minutes. Um, the two men's matches were good. The women's tag team matches, not so much.
1: Yeah, that was just so unnecessary.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why. Like, why wouldn't you kick off the show and have the um the second chance match, and then Ricochet and Corbin to give <laughs> to give Natty and Sonya a bit of a break, but instead it's like, no, nah, fuck you, get in there. And this yep. second chance match goes three minutes with four teams. Yep.
1: 3-10. Oh, man. Um, this wasn't the best episode of SmackDown, that's for sure. Um, th- Sammy and Drew was good. Sammy and Drew is always going to be good. Sammy's probably the best they've got on SmackDown, like all round. Like in ring, crowd reaction, uh, promo ability, like all round, he's their best guy. Um, and do you think it's possible Drew wins at the pay per view? <laughs>
0: percent chance
1: it's just so ridiculous that they're putting drew in a match where no one thinks he will win he prob, there's no way he actually does win so they're putting him in a situation where he's probably going to lose in front in the main event of the first uk proper pay-per-view since 1992
0: is this their first uk tour as well since the pandemic
1: I I could be wrong, but I think so. Yeah,
0: first one at least for main roster. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that I don't know if if it was a good decision to put him in this match with Roman. Yeah, because yeah, him losing in the main event first UK pay per view in what thirty years. Like proper pay-per-view insurrection and rebellion doesn't count um yeah Yeah, so it's 1992 so 30 years um and he's in a situation where no one thinks he's going to win unless they somehow pull out like shit drew actually won which i don't see happening but man I, i just don't think this is good for drew
0: no, neither do I. Um, thumbs down, Smackdown. Thumbs down. Did you make time for AW Rampage?
1: I did, I did. I was very I- intrigued because they announced that CM Punk was going to cut a promo. And, <laughs> oh, fuck well, me. <laughs> and he basically said nothing, so cool. said, ow, my foot's
0: sore. Oh, does it hurt when I do this? A little. Oh." Wow, what exclusive footage we have there from the trainers' rooms.
1: Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's very... It felt very TNA. <laughs>
0: it did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, going through the matches here, we kick things off with the AEW World Trios Tournament, the last of the Rampage opening rounds. that sees House of Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black with Julia Hart. Uh, facing Dark Order members Alex Reynolds, John Silver and Ten but Alex, where's the hangman? (laughs) who knows that he's going to be in the Dark Order's corner during this tournament
1: yeah he did he did
0: (laughs) no hangman ringside
1: no you got hangman Miro instead
0: yeah, so as the match is going on, you know, House of Black's getting the upper hand, and all of a sudden, out comes Miro to, to level the playing field against House of Black, and we uh, get Dark Order pulling out the sneaky win here, and we get uh, a stare down between House of Black and Miro, and out comes to Miro's
1: side, Darby Allen, and it's ding! 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 Um, Miro teaming up with Sting and Derby is one of the oddest combinations I could think of.
0: Miro in a casket match in Saudi Arabia against The Undertaker. Oh, shit. You
1: about that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, It was meant to be Jericho, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was just The Undertaker getting ready to bury AEW before it even happened. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho, Miro. Fuck. They probably called up Darby. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Miro hanging out with Sting is an odd thing. It's odd. Yeah. But I hope at some point Miro turns on Sting. And Sting goes back to, like, red, white and blue America face paint and we do a whole 80s Bulgaria versus surfer US Sting thing. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I would love that so much. From
0: there, we see the AEW Open Challenge of Cleveland's own. I Nemeth facing Wardlow at this going... Uh, a minute 31, just Wardlow making quick work here out on the uh, ramp, I, I believe it was Chris Sabin um, standing with Lethal and his uh, friends.
1: Yeah, Chris Sabin trying to act like a heel doesn't work for me. Uh,
0: going back to that Ric Flair event, uh, Wolves versus Guns, which team were heels?
1: Uh, the Wolves. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, it's it's very hard for the, the guns to pull off heels convincingly, isn't it?
1: I, I don't think they have. I don't think they ever did it.
0: Not for a long time, at least. Like, not for a long time that I remember.
1: No, I, I know that Alex Shelley does really good heel work if you go way, way back to paparazzi productions with him and Kevin Nash. That's a throwback. That's such a throwback. And Chris Sabin was initially a heel in his first TNA run in 2005, but the the Machine Guns as a duo, that's a babyface team. Come on.
0: Yeah. Uh, we see Powerhouse Hobbs defeat Austin Day. Uh, a mixed tag match that sees uh, Jericho Appreciation Society members Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello, who have Angelo Parker ringside, defeat. Uh, Ortiz and Ruby Soho Uh, and then in your main event tonight we see Claudio Castanoli with um, Willie Uta ringside defending his Ring of Honor world title against Dustin Rhodes who had both Arn Anderson and Brock Anderson ringside
1: yeah really solid main event man Dustin's so great yeah
0: It just feels like Dustin's at that point in his career where he's always going to be a good hand to get a good TV match, but he's never going to be that guy who's going to get a championship run.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a shame, but at this point in his career, he doesn't need it. No. Um, It'd just be nice to be able to finally say he's a world champ. But, you know, Claudio Castagnoli wins the ROH world title, and people are like, oh, yeah, he's finally a world champion. Does it feel like he's a world champ, though?
0: I Not mean, really. it's the same argument people would have against the um, WWE CW guys being world champion.
1: Yeah, exactly. Is, it, is he a world champion? Is he? Maybe if Claudio won the ROH world title, like, a year ago, before they were bought by AEW, it would feel like a proper world title. But because they're bought by AEW now, it just feels like, oh, he's, like, the tertiary most important single men's champion. Like, he's the third most important. Like, you put him behind... You put him behind Box, you put him, you probably put him behind Wardlow. And mm. then you got Claudio.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's probably true.
1: Um,
0: I'm going to say Fumps in the Middle Rampage.
1: Yeah, Rampage is very hit and miss these days. I'll. Yeah. You know, for me. I'll give it, I'll give it a thumbs down because they made me tune in expecting to see something from Punk, and it was nothing. So get fucked. <laughs> um, bait and switch. Yeah, it was a, like I said earlier, it was a very TNA thing to do. It was very Dixie Carter has a huge announcement tonight. <laughs> Vibes, like that's what it felt like. Um,
0: yeah. Alex. Yeah. You're a very historical-minded type of person. Did you make time for NWA's 74th anniversary shows?
1: Uh, this weekend, I was super busy, so I didn't. So I'm, I genuinely don't know the results. So this will be my first time finding out, and I'm intrigued.
0: Okay, we might leave that for later then.
1: Yeah. So I uh, did see clips of Matt Cardona's match where he lost to some really tiny dude <laughs> in his return from injury match, which is great. It works. Woggle. No, no, but... Um, no, he lost to some, like, little jabroni dude, and, yeah, it's great. It's just... That's just Matt Cardona doing Matt Cardona things. So we have... um.
0: Clash at the Castle, kicking off uh, Saturday the 3rd at 1pm Eastern, which makes it uh time difference. T- 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 I'm just trying to think. 14 hours, 3am uh, Eastern Australian, Sunday morning.
1: Oh, shit. I'm
0: guessing Alex is going to be like, no, I'm not watching that live.
1: No, I get fucked.
0: Yeah, just just wake up the next morning and watch it.
1: Dear,
0: oh dear. So, announced matches for Clash at the Castle Seas. Uh, Roman Reigns, the champion, versus Drew McIntyre for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Liv Morgan, the champion, versus Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We have a six-woman tag team match of Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai and Io Sky in a six-woman tag team match. We have Riddle versus Seth Freakin Rollins in a singles match. We have Gunther the Champion versus Sheamus in a singles match for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, those are the only 5 matches announced uh, with Raw taking place as we speak.
1: Yeah. um, Man, it feels like we just went over this card last week because like these are the matches that were announced last week when we were talking about this card, right?
0: Yeah. I thought there'd be one or two other things on here by now, but uh, still nothing. Uh,
1: Which is more I can say than the other pay-per-view we're going to preview um yeah look
0: at this uh stadium they're having it in in, oh it is millennium stadium oh
1: shit okay now i know what it is
0: yeah it's just under a different sponsorship name um which football
1: events were was it the fa cup they used to do there
0: they did the fa cup there for a few years when they were rebuilding wembley from old wembley to new wembley
1: yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Yeah. Uh, some Olympic football, Rugby League World Cup, Rugby Union World Cups, UEFA Champions League Final 27.
1: Ah, uh, yep. Yep, now I know. But,
0: uh, yeah, it's a very, very nice stadium. Sort of similar location as you're looking at the city to a, um, uh, what is it in Melbourne, Marvel Stadium. Yep. But uh, actually, that's a pretty good comparison. It sort of is like, um, Marvel Stadium. So that'll be interesting to see how one, how full it is, and uh, two, how the, uh, the fan reception goes there. Yeah, yeah. They um, done a stadium show in the UK since SummerSlam. Those other yeah. ones have all been in arenas, haven't they? Yeah,
1: yeah. So this is. A bit over thirty years now, so <laughs> crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, so so this pay-per-view, ugh, something big's gonna happen on it for sure. I just don't know what it'll be. Like I feel like there's gonna be a big surprise. Yeah. I don't know what it'll be, but it needs a little extra something.
0: Is there anyone from the UK you could... Ooh, could we ring up Davey Boy Smith Jr. to come out and squash
1: Carrion Cross in five minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know what would be great? Gunther just, like, squashes Sheamus and then says you know what i'm ready to defend my ic belt against anyone else and then out comes the son of the british bulldog yeah first time in 30 years what main event of the last pay per view that happened in a stadium in the uk like come on <laughs> that would yeah, right. be great oh uh, yeah um the the only thing that would be better is, is if he came out with the with the cornrows and everything, <laughs> but uh, I don't see that happening.
0: He doesn't have a bulldog. He hangs out with uh, oh, one of the hearts in ML, Doug
1: T- Teddy Up. Hart and his cats <laughs> and his trained <laughs> wrestling cats that he taught how to do shooting star presses. <laughs> Fucking weird dude. Oh, man. Um,
0: Should we talk about All Out then? Because WWE only believes in announcing five (laughs) matches.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it.
0: Okay, so we have one, two, three, four, five, nine matches announced.
1: Oh, shit. There's a lot more than I thought. It's just a lot of the matches are really forgettable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, as I mentioned, Dynamite this week will see the semi-final match between United Empire and the Elite when it goes to the final at All Out. Rampage will see the match between the Dark Order and the Best Friends when it goes to the final at All Out, that being for the World Trios Championship. Also announced the six-man tag team match of the Pinnacle, Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns from Impact Wrestling.
1: Weird. But, yeah, Yeah. cool. That'll be a banger.
0: We see the interim AEW Women's World Championship match uh, being crowned in a four-way. That'll see Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida.
1: Like, I I I want, like, obviously we want Tony to win. But I think it would be great if, just out of nowhere, Jamie Hayter won it.
0: I don't hate that because the history between Tony and Jamie, having Tony chase Jamie being a Hill champion that much longer, you could even do it where when Thunder Rosa comes back, Jamie beats Thunder Rosa, so then Tony wants to go and avenge her friend's championship loss.
1: Yeah, or, well, what I would do for the finish of this match is to set up multiple story arcs. Is Tony Storm hits her finish on Britt. Britt's ready to get pinned one, two, three. But Jamie Hayter quickly throws Tony out of the ring and pins Britt. Then you've set up two stories. Yeah. Just cool. like that, and Britt will complain that the person that was meant to help her get the title won the title.
0: So, out of all the women here, do you think any chance Hikaru Shida gets the uh, the belt coming out of this? No. Or she's there <laughs> to help have a good match.
1: Yeah, she's there to make this match a banger, because um, yeah. that's what Hikaru Shida does. She's been the workhorse of this women's division when she's around so
0: yeah Yeah,
1: um yeah when she's around like some they announced her i was like oh fuck remember her (laughs) (laughs) like oh yes i I remember growing up watching her at least it feels like it (laughs) like geez like it, it feels like it's been that long but yeah
0: We have no participants announced yet, but we have the announcement of the casino ladder match, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, anyone gets announced for that this week on Dynamite or Rampage.
1: Just going to say, haven't seen Samoa Joe in a while. Mm, Also true. I feel like this is the thing they can throw him in and not risk him hurting himself too much if he just plays the base that everyone falls on
0: totally addicted to base
1: oh man
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness uh we have brian danielson versus lineheart chris jericho in a singles match where daniel garcia is conflicted and can't decide who to side with yeah
1: um yeah yeah uh the dream boat tearing tearing apart garcia and jericho um (laughs) Yeah. I, I almost I almost don't want Garcia to join Blackpool Combat Club just because like really, Auda kinda fills the role Garcia will have to be in. Like yeah. the the young guy that they're grooming to be the next guy. That's like true. yeah, I I don't know. Anyway, Danielson versus Lionheart Chris Jericho, like Jericho's match against Mox was great Danielson's Danielson It'll probably be a pretty good match But I just feel like I don't know I, I don't think we have seen this match a lot But it feels like I've seen it a lot Like it doesn't feel fresh to me
0: NXT season
1: 1 Oh man, that's such an underrated match First episode of NXT ever main-evented by these two guys. Oh, goodness.
0: Uh, We see Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, the champs, defending against the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Time to pull the trigger, Alex?
1: I would say so, but I don't think it's going to happen.
0: I would, because I think... This, um since uh what was it, the last pay-per-view, double or nothing, when the Hardys were reported to uh meant to be winning. Yeah. And then Jeff had his problems. I think this has sort of just been a, a placeholder program. And now they're gonna go, right, we're gonna course correct here with the acclaimed, gonna give them the titles, and then, you know, they can feud off into a um program with the gun club over the belts. And Swerve and our glory, we can get back on track with uh, splitting those two apart into a singles feud.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, the, you got to be careful with splitting Swerve and Keith Lee up at the moment just because you basically got the exact same storyline going on with Hobbs and Starks.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying do it right away, but you can... S- Go back to slowly building that tension between them again—that sort of was all dropped once they won the titles.
1: Yeah, very true. Um, I, I do think it's amazing that they claim to finally get in a pay-per-view match. Have like, they not had it before? Not, not of any major significance. Um, maybe they were in like a pre-show or a multi-man match but they've never had just a flat-out, like, tag-team match for the claimed on pay-per-view. Same as, like, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, they've not had singles matches on pay-per-view before. Yeah. So, like, this does feel like, all right, we're getting the next era ready. But the problem is, like, this pay-per-view is lacking a significant draw. Like, it's lacking, like, a bit of star power of, of their announced matches.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, so following that one, we see Jungle Boy taking on Christian Cage in a singles match. Uh, if there was gonna be like anything that's like no dq lights out anything sort of match i thought it would be this one but no there's uh, no stipulation of this
1: yeah probably the first of many matches between these two i think yeah which, which which could mean christian wins perhaps christian has someone come out and help him win i don't know who it would be Where's Tomko? Um, Where is Tomko at? But yeah,
0: coalition.
1: Yeah, the Christian coalition returns. Oh my goodness. Um,
0: from there we see Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, Starks hell of a promo this week, talking yeah. about his back.
1: Yeah, so good. But that also sets up an excuse for him to lose
0: good point I didn't think of it like that
1: yeah which yeah th- this has this can't be one and done with Starks and Hobbs same as Christian and Jungle Boy it can't be one and done they've got to, it's got to be a bit of a series it doesn't have to go for too long but I think Hobbs has to get a major win here
0: and your uh, last match that has been announced is Jade Cargill, the champion against Afina for the TBS Championship, uh, the Women's TV Championship, if you would. Jade has to win, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah
0: Afina, for sure. Afina, while she's a draw and she's a named opponent, you're better off having Jade be beaten by somebody like... um. Oh, who's in the baddies with her at the moment? Kira Hogan and.
1: Tasha Steels? No, no, that's that's an old Impact tag team. Um, yeah. Who's the other chick? Uh, the pot thing. Red Velvet. Red Velvet. The pot thing. Yeah, yeah she does the stir in the, the, pot, stir thing. the pot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you were going to go all in on someone like a Red Velvet, that'd be the person to beat Jade yeah i'm not saying do that right now but you could do that and that'd be the right sort of person to beat jade who has both this undefeated streak and is a champion and you tell tony is such a fan of wcw with the way that he does a lot of his booking and things and um like Jade being this undefeated champion on TV and they're talking her up and after every matchup comes the graphics. Similar to in WCW, they continue counting uh, Goldberg's streak and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. I I like Athena. I've seen her wrestle live. She is very impressive, but for me, it's not the time for Jade to lose.
1: No, you don't want to put... Like, give the streak to a Kevin Nash. We know what happens there. To a Wesner. Yeah, you want to give it to someone that's on the rise. Someone that needs it. Athena doesn't need it. Yeah, that's true.
0: That is true. Um, I suppose, did you catch any of the um, AEW video game stuff from over the weekend when they I were. I did. Uh, it's the gameplay and whatnot.
1: I did. Um, interesting. It visually doesn't look like a simulation game. It looks like an arcade. Yeah. Like it. It looks more like WWE All Stars than WWE 2K. But that's not a bad thing. That's. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, i did say that cody is still in the game which is awesome um, <laughs> he'll probably the game will come out just in time for cody's return so they can capitalize on that i mean why not um well. yeah it's it's gonna be interesting um I saw that they're doing like mini games and stuff. Like I saw like footage of like, like wrestlers with a steel chair, hitting a baseball out of a stadium, trying to hit home runs. Yeah. That'll be fun. Like that's the sort of thing. You got a few mates around and like, Oh, you're getting sick of beating each other up in a match. So you do something else. Yeah. That'll be fun.
0: It's, um, it's good because it um makes it more opt like more options, more entertainment, like a yeah. Mario Party sort of thing. You can go, oh okay, let's do this for ten minutes to see how interesting it is. Here, um, here's my
1: here's my worry. Yeah, it, it feels like it's a good game to play with mates. I don't know if it looks like it the sort of game you can play by yourself for hours on end. Also true.
0: Uh, they actually did a number of live in-ring matches during this um, GamesCon event from Germany.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So I did uh, load up the uh, Twitch stream. I had a look at some of these matches in a uh, highlights form. So we saw Christopher Daniels defeat Evil Uno, Colt okay. Cabana defeat and Uh Later on, they saw Colt Cabana defeat Christopher Daniels. Uh, along with the Dark Order, Col Cabana, and Evil Uno defeat and Halika and Christopher Daniels. So it's okay. only the four there <laughs> yeah. and, um, Bergs, Let me the...
1: let me guess who's involved here. Oh, okay, Peter Avalon.
0: Evil Uno defeats Peter Avalon.
1: Yeah. Okay, all, uh... so they had five people there.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're they're um. I uh, had Remsberg as a the ref. They've got like a full-sized AEW ring with the AEW canvas and all that. So it looked pretty, pretty good. Um, it was all right. <laughs> it's what you expect. It's like um, anyone who's been to any of the conventions around Australia and there's just a wrestling ring set up. It's just sort of some people who know wrestling who are watching other people who are just walking past going, oh, that song. that's on. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was just something fine to just put on in the background as you're sort of talking about your uh, upcoming game and that. Yeah. I suppose, uh, anything else to uh, touch on for the week?
1: Uh, we're probably going to end this show on a pretty sombre note, but I just picked up my phone just then. Um, Patrick Clark, formerly known as the Velveteen Dream, was arrested this past Friday on an out-of-county warrant for possession of drug paraphernalia. Oh, boy. Man, uh, I I saw a big campaign on Twitter this past week about Triple H rehiring Velveteen Dream. Well, that's out the window now.
0: Yeah, he he didn't do himself any favours during the whole speaking out movement and that and then this not
1: good yeah so that's that's the end of that um other final thoughts uh wwe needs to stop signing ex-wwe talent they're quickly becoming tna 2.0 uh, about
0: <laughs> uh, signing ex-wwe talent you, did you hear about the uh, canadian promoter who uh, had somebody cancel on him and then use the flight credits to go to dark.
1: Oh shit. Who was that? Oh, no the, way. Jose did it. They, no way. Jose.
0: Yeah. Uh, he has since refunded the money back to that Canadian promoter and the Canadian oh, and said uh, he believes it was mainly because of the groundswell of the fans pressuring this person to give the money back.
1: Of course it was, yeah. Don't be a
0: fucking carny.
1: Oh, man.
0: You, you don't want to take it. Just
1: say no thanks. Yeah, just don't get caught out being a carny. Because... Or that. Wrestlers are going to be wrestlers. Wrestlers are carnies by nature. um. Mm-hmm. So they are going to do shit like that. Just don't get caught doing it. <laughs> don't get... <laughs> Yeah, that's my biggest advice is whatever you're doing wrong, don't get caught. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, man. I suppose with all that being said, uh, what's been going over on Smack It Down? Where can the good humans find that?
1: Yeah, uh, you find us uh, at Sid underscore pod. Not a lot going down. We were meant to record uh, last week or the week before last week, but we didn't get around to it, so life gets in the way. We'll probably record this week, but I'm not making any promises now because I promised that last week. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, at Sid underscore pod on Twitter. You can find me at Fruity is Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, find find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. Instagram, Twitter, search us up on Facebook. Wrestling Ozstyle. You can find Chris at... At
0: I'm Chris Funder on Twitter. Come tell me why stuff happens in wrestling, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I hope to be back on Twitch soon. Twitch.tv forward slash Chris Funder coming up to a month where I had to be off because I have no computer. Anyhow. Uh, You can go back, listen to the Wrestling All-Star Archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or using the RSS feed found in the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time.
1: So whenever you get your computer back up and running for Twitch, I know it's it's kind of a non-fashionable game now, but I think you should do like an Among Us with viewers. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, Among Us with viewers in Discord, stream it. That'd be badass. That's just live on air advice for you because people get... Cause it's just so entertaining watching people get really mad when they get accused of being the imposter when they're not.
0: Yeah, just trying to look at other games. Alex might know. What about Fortnite?
1: I mean, you you, you can do that. I'll watch it. I can't play that shit to save myself. <laughs> GTA Online no gta i play
0: offline because i can just go and blow up everyone and just play the music and not care because you can get um copyright struck if you play the commercial music from gta's car radio oh get fucked yeah it's fun third party agreements
1: oh man (laughs) oh that's annoying uh what other games shit um pokemon pokemons um oh, i dare you to do a, a twitch irl stream playing pokemon go
0: be one of those people who just gives out my address and my home and my just, yeah
1: yeah then you get swatted
0: no, if i was gonna do that i'd do that in freaking melbourne or something
1: yeah all right all right I had nothing fun to say, so I was just suggesting Twitch ideas. <laughs> um, Give us Among Us. I would be goaded a- Among Us. Bring me in.